Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode 165, and today we are reviewing Blue Beetle. The restart. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. Beetle. <laughs> uh, emphasis on Beetle. <laughs> we, uh, we don't want to get it confused with uh, the other Beetle that we know. Blue Beetle. <laughs> So that's coming up. Uh, yeah. Plus some other stuff we have been watching. Um, no, uh, no dilly dallying today, according to Josh. So yeah. Are you out of your mind? You don't have time. Manage your time better, okay? <laughs> Josh just discovered uh, the soundboard on that's built into Zencaster, so he's gonna have all of four sounds at his fingertips, and uh, mm-hmm. two of be which here. don't uh, <laughs> do much. But here we are. All right, so let's get into it. How? Uh, what's new with you guys? How are things? No, I realized I forgot to talk about running into Ali Wong last time. Oh yeah, you did the like the thing that's probably most relatable to the podcast. <laughs> You're talking about your goddamn wet. Not song. important. Well, <laughs> like the whole interaction was about how the story was for me remembering it because I was just like unaware the entire time. Yeah, I did listen to our last episode this morning, and uh-huh. Jacob said it. He had a story to tell, <laughs> and I totally <laughs> forgot to tell the story. That was the story. I just washed right through my right over me. Anyway. So we were at a Vietnamese (laughs) restaurant that was recommended to my girlfriend by her friend. And so we sat down and it was pretty mid, honestly. But she went to take a picture of the restaurant name because to send to her friend, say, look, we came to the restaurant you recommended. And there was a person standing there and she like. I don't, I didn't see it because this was behind me, but like apparently she like made a face or something. But then other people next to us were like trying to take a picture also. And I'm like, wow, this restaurant is very popular. <laughs> and then the she walked over to them and was like, hey, sorry, I don't like pictures taken when I'm in public. And I was like, who the fuck is this person? <laughs> I still can't see her because now she's facing these people. And then she comes over to Mingju and she's like hey uh, hi uh what's your name and she's like says her name and I still don't recognize her at this point she had like sunglasses on and stuff and I'm just like sitting there I'm like who the fuck is this person randomly coming to talk to us like hi do you, does she know her or something and then she was like that's racist oh. <laughs> she's like hey yeah. you didn't you didn't <laughs> take any pictures did you and she was like no no I was just taking a picture of the sign Oh, and then she's like, I saw your whatever thing. And I still didn't understand what she was talking about because she didn't say beef. If she would have said beef, I probably would have got it. She said something else. I think it was a stand-up that she did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and which I haven't seen any of those. And then she like, as she was walking away, I'm like, oh, that was the girl from beef. (laughs) And then that was when I texted you guys about it. And yeah. She I'm said, nice to meet you. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, nice to meet you. <laughs> just and then she like looked at us awkwardly, like maybe realizing that I didn't re- recognize who she was. <laughs> and then yeah, she walked away. That was it. 
Wow. Jacob's first uh, celeb interaction. Jacob yeah. was starstruck. <laughs> starstruck to, you know, you always see those like prank shows and stuff where they have like the famous person dress up and nobody recognizes them. Now I realize I would not recognize them because she wasn't even dressed up and anything like, and I still didn't recognize her. So, yeah, you are pretty blissfully unaware. Yeah, because <laughs> there's that time in Nashville when out there we like met Michael Ray and. Well, I didn't know who he was though. Yeah, but you were like, it's not the guy with the tattoos, right? <laughs> <laughs> like the the guy with the tribal tats. You're like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I figured. It. I told him he'd be good one day. You did. <laughs> one day, not today. You're I'm like, someday you'll make it. <laughs> He's like, thanks. Only Keep trying, buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, you're pretty good. You might make it someday. He's like, thanks. <laughs> you even play guitar. <laughs> I'm like, well, are you going to play the song or you're just going to sit there with it? <laughs> yeah, does a guitar even work? <laughs> well, then he that. started playing and then we got a free little like concert. All because of Jacob's shit talking to <laughs> to famous people star don't mean shit to me i, I i'm a famous podcaster i'm like uh, do you know a sense of cinema bring it back down to earth say so when you when you get big enough maybe you can join the show for a, one yeah. episode we'll i'm like do you want a picture man. with me we'll give you we'll give him a 15 minute so segment. you should have told ali wong yeah <laughs> Like I reviewed beef on the show. Okay, so and I think I'm. Yeah, I've seen always be my maybe. I may or may. Not I have seen that, it. but I didn't. I didn't realize she was from that. I saw that forever ago. That's where I re- like know her from. I literally just know her from beef, and it's as she was walking away, I'm like, and oh, she is a stand-up comedian, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. she was. That's why she was in D.C. because she's doing yeah. some show like last that weekend. So One of the first. We just happened to be at this random birds of prey. Oh yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. She's not big, big Ali Wong fans, and Jacob is yeah. just <laughs> just completely, completely unaware. unaware. Of what's happening. Well, it's the first time I ever like randomly ran into. A, I've never like I've met a lot of musicians, but I've never ever met an actor before. You know, I don't think I have either. Yeah, so this was really random. It's true. I mean, they do less traveling to like it's easy. Yeah, yeah it's, it's easy to meet like you know musicians you just go to yeah. their concerts <laughs> yeah true okay. did she go to the restaurant yeah she was literally just in the restaurant eating and then i she was standing up to pay because the sign was like right above where you pay at oh, okay and then so she was taking a picture of the sign and she just happened to be standing did you ask there. her how she thought of the food no Jesus, the story sucks. I, why would I ask this random person accosting us what that she thought of the food? Accosting, <laughs> she didn't even want to talk. She didn't. Yeah, she wanted. I was just trying to look at what I was trying to order, and this person is interrupting my. Well, what'd you think? Yeah, that's true. If you're going to start conversation, I'm going to carry the conversation on. Yeah, I would have said, "Well, what'd you think?" Well, she seemed in a rush. in a rush to get out of there. And Jacob said, "Overrated as fuck." <laughs> I'm like, you know, beef mid plus. Just want to let you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I was talking about the food. Sorry. <laughs> Not oh. <beef. laughs> well, I meant the beef. Let me I meant grass. the beef in the restaurant. Noodle. <laughs> yeah. The pho. No pho. One sterile guy. Should have got that. that was classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That was wrong. I hate this fucking diet. 
He's a real pain in the ass. <laughs> there we go. Boom. All right, moving on. Josh. What? Snoo, anything? Oh, no, but as I was taking a poop T minus X amount of times ago or minutes ago. Yep. Um, oh, it's going back to the show. Well, yeah. <laughs> Lights, camera, bar still posted a thing saying, who do you think the Kirk Cousins of directing would be? And I thought well, that was an interesting As somebody question. who knows nothing about, I'm assuming yeah. that's a sports. <laughs> well, this is like. <laughs> <Someone else then>. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is like Kirk Cousins is like puts up major numbers, but. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, everyone knows that. Doesn't isn't flashy or like. Has never been like in the. In like best director or even in the cons- conversation of that. Okay. And they said Zack Snyder. And I think that's a horrible comparison. That's such a light barstool sports. Major numbers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's like <laughs> cousin. Well, I, he would, I mean, 300 was massive. Yeah. He had one movie. That, like, Justice what other? League. What? Sucker Punch. Come on. But she didn't even get his finishing credit on that. I had to go to streaming. BBS. Sucker Punch, I'm pretty sure, was not big. BBS was big no, because it, of the name. Watchmen was big. big. Watchmen, yeah, maybe. TV show coming. Also tied to DC Comics. Everything that he's done that's big that's like tied to comics, I feel like. I mean, I guess you could say but that. He's always also, had decent box office success. Kirk Cousins is like known to not be flashy, and I would argue that Zach Snyder's, <laughs> Snyder's that's exactly that. what he's known for, is being flashy. <laughs> it's his flashy style. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, again, the comparison or whatever they're trying to ask is... <laughs> over my head anyway well there's like all these like from what you're saying yeah i don't think it matches yeah no this twitter thing and like i guess social media thing is all like explain this in x terms like explain (laughs) this in nba terms or oh explain this in nfl terms and it's like when Messi came to miami or when barbie became number one it's like this stupid comparison well i guess maybe that's like the new trend and it's like compare who is this of this right and I just wanted to shit on them by saying that hmm. Zach Snyder is not no option. I was thinking, <laughs> yeah, probably have to give it some time. Yeah, I mean it is on the spot question, but yeah, for that him to say Zach Snyder is like <laughs> no. And Kirk Cousins, I mean Kirk Cousins is like vanilla as can be. Right, right, right. Hmm. Maybe like a, I guess accolades. Noel Baumbach wouldn't really be. Who's the director of uh, Mission Impossible? I'm going to throw that guy in there. Oh, Bird? Christopher McQuarrie. Oh, McQuarrie. He could direct any movie, would have no fucking idea it's his movie, but it puts yeah. up big numbers. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a great one. Nailed it. Boom. Suck on that, LCB. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I, other than that, yeah, no. Yeah. No, nothing. Well, other than we had the beer Olympics, they were great. They were awesome. Beer Olympics are great. Yeah, lots of fun. How so? Everything went good. Yeah, smooth as smooth as can be. No arguments, no drama. No, yeah, no fights. No, nope. come on. No, no injuries. <laughs> Everyone, no puking. That's especially important when you're older. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one threw out their back. It's no, all good. no ankles were rolled. No. <laughs> No ice packs were used. Well, I don't think it was. I don't think you guys went hard enough. Then, if that's the case, so oh, we went could say good. it was the opposite. Now everyone stretched before, so it's okay. <laughs> I did stretch a hundred percent, and it still did. We had a warm up before the beer. 
I was very sure yesterday and the day before. <laughs> yeah, after ours uh, in Sheboygan, I think most of it was having to do with being in the sand. That yeah. didn't help. But God, I was so sore. <laughs> and then driving four hours the <laughs> right, next <yeah>. morning. <laughs> that was rough. No point, no. Um, yeah, I was pretty sore yesterday. Uh, I went to Breakaway Festival in Grand Rapids this weekend. Got to see some awesome shows. Uh, I'd say the highlights were Noctu, R.L. Grime, Dead Mouse, and Porter Robinson. I've seen Tiesto before, and he was better, but Tiesto was always good, also. But uh, and then uh, went to an after party and saw Doctor Fresh, and that was a lot of nice. fun as well. Was it fresh? Uh, it was fresh. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> No, yeah, it was uh, lots of fun. Got fucked up. And um, I'm suffering from it now. I don't have autism. Thank you for assuming so. <laughs> yeah, it's just that's just my brain struggling after. Still recovering? A couple days. So Pickling yeah. it. A little weekend bender. But yeah, at least I've had a day of recovery. And uh, we're it is Tuesday. We're not recording over the weekend. Thank God. Yeah, that was going to be impossible. Yeah. All right, well, let's uh, let's move on to our beer here. We beer, are beer. starting with a beer from Phase 3 Brewing called Pixel Stack. And once again, we don't have a beer from one of us. Uh, this, was, this was gifted to us by uh, one of our good friends of the show, Michael. Shout out, Michael. And uh, yeah, we wanted to work through some of these, drink them as fresh as possible, Plus, get, just get through these cans. So we actually have a couple. We only have one can of each of these beers that we're going to drink. And uh, yeah, like I said, the first one's called Pixel Stack. This is a, a hazy IPA from Phase 3 Brewing out of Lake Zurich, Illinois. Uh, it's coming in at 6.2% ABV. Description reads, originally created a few months back as a fun variant during our Pixel Pack celebration, the combination of our beloved citra-hopped flagship IPA with mango and marshmallow was a hit at the brewery. The citrusy hop flavor melds perfectly with the fruit and marshmallow, creating a lightly fruited, pillowy IPA. 572 ratings, 4.06. Very interested in what this will taste like, with the marshmallow especially. Which is, Jacob? What about marshmallows? <laughs> vanilla. You're supposed to say vanilla. Jesus. Oh, sorry. I thought we also found out later know? that they were supposed to taste like the marshmallow plant or something. We said uh, that so was debunked. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, we debunked that live. We did, yeah. Because I brought it up with about that one beer. That the guy said. Like, yeah, no, it's not actually what it is. Yeah, you know, oh, and it's just vanilla. Where have you been? Virginia. <laughs> yeah. And not here. It's different out here. You forget every all your past memories in Michigan. Yeah, I don't even know where it is anymore. Wow. Um. Okay. I don't. Not too much else to say on nope. this, right? Josh, pour it up. Jacob, do you want to? You, you have anything that you're drinking, or I do. So I'm drinking O Fest, a fest beer from Devil's Backbone, which is apparently a macro brewery owned by Anheuser Busch. So, gay. Um. <laughs> It is, I've never had anything from them though. And it's kind of weird that they're a macro. I'm guessing they're like the founders of Virginia, maybe. 
they don't have a very high rating as a brewery, so I'm not too excited. But it says, inspired by modern German Oktoberfest beers, Ofest will make you want to hoist a stein at your local beer hall and say Prost, which means cheers in German. It's medium-bodied, golden in color, and tastes smooth, malty, and bready thanks to a contemporary blend of malts and hops. You'll love it whether it's October or October with a K, but it's neither of those because it's August. So, is that the full description? Or you've is that what, thing you uh, I, the last part I added. The, it's not either of those. It's August. <laughs> what the rest was the full. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, it's five point nine percent. Though I thought the bottle said less than that. Or the can. Yes. Nope, it does say 5.9. Out of Williamsburg, Virginia. Slash Lexington, Virginia. Slash Roseland, Virginia. So one of those. Virginia. Who the fuck cares? (laughs) Okay, you got your beer, Jacob? Yep. All right, Prost. Prost. That is not it. They messed up. Hmm. That does not taste like an Oktoberfest in the same way. It's, I mean, it's like very malty and sweet. It's like they added a little bit of extra sugar in there. Very caramely. That's it. It's like super caramely. It's almost like a what? Um, amber. <laughs> hmm. I mean, this is this is where our entire ideology of like what it's going for yeah. is perfect. But you think is so? it what I like? No. Yeah, I think it kind of. I don't know about either. Well, I mean the citra, the citra hops, but it definitely tastes like a creamsicle. Yeah, and I don't. I'm losing the mango, and like. Yeah. I mean, I guess marshmallow could be included in that conversation of like, uh, you know, some flavors of cream skull, but to me, it just tastes like orange whip, like not like that mango and marshmallow. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying, but it took me a while to realize what the fuck I was looking at in this logo. Meaning what? Oh, like it's birds. It took me a very long time to figure that out. Oh yeah, it's easier if you look at the backdrop. No, look at their look at their logo and then look at those. Oh, (laughs) that would make it a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, it's not extraordinary. I'm with you. I am totally with you. And yeah, crushability therefore is low. I mean, yeah. you could drink it fast because it's like sweet and it's very juicy. Yeah, but it's not hoppy or I bitter or anything. Don't see myself drinking another one. Four oh six, overrated as fuck. <laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's getting the the marshmallow phase three bump the, or the phase three bump. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I've heard. Wonder what their average is as a brewery. Four point one four. Yeah, that's pretty insane very high have you had anything else from them he didn't give us anything oh yeah but i've been there i mean not i haven't been there he i think i've had some other stuff that he gave me let me check well jacob how's yours 
It's just very <laughs> caramely and sweet. I don't know. Like it's usually strange. they're that doesn't they taste like thing. what an Oktoberfest should be for me oh, usually. Uh DDH vanilla back box, which is a New England another hazy, a double hazy, and I've had a stout from them. <clears throat> and I gave both good ratings, but not like insanely high. We're getting the the bump, as you would say, the uh, what do you call it? Phase three bump. Phase three bump. <laughs> I mean, just I know that they're like beloved, so um, there definitely could be some some biases there. Jacob, so here's your here's a good connection for you. Wasn't Devil's Backbone the movie with like a scarab or something in it? No, no, that wasn't well, the one. That with the, uh, it that was, was with the bomb was... in the middle. <laughs> Kronos no, had the that didn't oh. explode. Devil's Backbone but had the yeah. Was I was going to mention that Devil's Backbone slash Giadelti, Kronos. Here's your connection. Yeah, that's well, what I was. There gonna... was there was that connection, but I don't. I guess we can get into it now. It's just one small thing. Was that was that shot on the TV not of a frame I, from Kronos? I thought it was. I thought it was like I thought it was Giadelti. I did too. Okay. I was like, yeah. I saw that, and I was like, was that from Kronos? I can't, I couldn't remember the exact scene. Well, he is really looks, one he's second. Mexican, exactly so. like yeah, I know. That's why I was like, okay, it's probably a nod to GDLT and like that movie and stuff. And there's probably a there's probably a thread somewhere. Oh yeah, it's, it's about it. I haven't looked into it, but I was like, I'm pretty sure that was from Kronos. Okay. Also, whoever Rob D is, he's a friend with Kyle. He loved this beer. <laughs> Friends with me. Yeah, he tagged you in something. Huh? It looks like it said you're tagged unless it's just glitching out. Rob Diaz? Oh, wait, now it's switched. Literally, I re- refreshed it and it switched. Now it's some random person. That was weird. <laughs> I'm like, you're who the untapped. fuck is this guy? <laughs> you're untapped is fucking chalk. Like, it showed you, and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And then it said he was from Arlington. I'm like, how the fuck does Kyle know someone from Arlington? Oh, yeah, me and Rob go way back. <laughs> you and Rob D. It is. Rob D's nuts. It is indeed a Easter egg of Kronos. He Apparently, there's it. some post credit <laughs> scenes too that show off. G- Anybody G- watch Lattes. those? I don't watch those. <laughs> no, I don't watch that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a second. I don't watch that shit, okay? Okay, anything else on these beers? No, this, we'll, I don't. we'll check back in with possibly a better one. We'll see. All right. Well, if that's it, let's get into our uh, featured review here. We're talking Blue Beetle. Uh, Blue Beetle is directed by Angel Manuel Soto, written by Gareth Dunnett. Angel. Yeah. Angel. Angel. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Gareth Dunnett's Alcott, Alcacer. Uh, stars <laughs> Zolo, Zolo Maraduena, Brunia Marquezine, Becky G. Shout out Becky, easy. George Lopez. Wait, Becky G was on this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, plot synopsis reads, an alien scarab chooses college graduate Jaime Reyes 
to be its symbiotic host, bestowing the teenager with a suit of armor that's capable of extraordinary and unpredictable powers, forever changing his identity, his, oh, sorry, destiny, uh, as he becomes the superhero known as Blue Beetle. What did you guys think of Blue Beetle? It is so average in every way. (laughs) It's a movie that was like... I liked it made without <laughs> trying at all and it's almost a slap in the face because it's like we need to give mexicans something <laughs> it's like okay well, we got, we got let's Spider-Man. rate them i mean he's dominican though <laughs> oh <laughs> i mean yeah without trying to lump together like all latinos it's it's it is the better superhero movie for yeah the culture for the culture <laughs> Well, this one, it also, like, I get the nods it was doing. It had, like, Selena in there and stuff, which, you know, like, growing up Hispanic, that is, everybody knows that who that is. So it's, like, kind of a cool nod, but also all of, a lot of the nods felt so cheap and, like, I don't know, like, forced. Oh, maybe it's because Angel is Puerto Rican and not Mexican. That explains it. <laughs> wow. Can't even cast the right. The right ethnicity? James Gunn. So is this James Gunn? This was like hit was first movie? I think when he already came on. So it I feels like first, him though. It's like the first one that's released under his like moniker of DC, like his takeover. But I don't know how much he had to do with the development of it. Because if you check the timeline of like when this actually went into development, I don't know uh, how much overlap there is. Well, you know, it definitely has that. the feeling of that. And I'm starting to get so like first we had like superhero movies were like dark, 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 dark. And then we came in with mm-hmm. these one like the Marvelization, right? Where it's like, okay, humor and like add all this and not take it so seriously. And then you had like the James Gunn with Guardians. That was like even more like not serious and like funny. And now I feel like it's just so tired and done. Yeah, I mean, look at like that's not fresh anymore. The turn of um, Thor, you went from uh, what's his name, Kenneth Branagh, to I don't even know who directed the second one. Then you bring in Taika Waititi, and the last two are so completely different from the first two. Yeah, it just feels like they followed that trend. It does, and it's just like I mean, if you watch Aquaman, it's kind of like that too, right? And yeah, I feel like this is just now we're tired of this. And I feel like everyone's tired. If you look at the numbers like Barbie and Oppenheimer, like I think superhero movies are just tired now. Yeah, I mean, this is bombing, apparently. And Barbie was pretty empty when I went there. But I mean, it was yes, a weekday. So, yeah, no. Me. Yeah, is that a Jacob? Oh, I guess I didn't say much. Mid (laughs) in every way. Nothing special about it at all. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the same kind of boat, especially with all superhero movies. I mean, I haven't seen the only one I've seen in the last like, I don't know how many years have been directly because of this show. And I don't go out of my way to go see any of them. I don't think I've even seen any of the Guardians of the Galaxies. So I don't really have a connection or an affinity for these because of the fact that they're all the same pretty much. I mean, 
they follow the same kind of beats and the same kind of loose. Am I hero? <laughs> loose structured script, and they hit all your had all the notes, and there's always a redemption arc, and blah 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 blah, and they're cut and paste. Uh, I did like the visuals kind of, and I think that it had some cool eye candy for sure. Um, I thought, I honestly thought George Lopez was pretty funny in this, even though he, it was obviously written for him to just be only the comic relief, mm-hmm. but I think he did pretty well in that role. I did chuckle a couple times when a few lines that he said, and I think it was a good, a good, uh, a good actor to put in this movie. If you, are, if you're looking for somebody of that nature, um, <clears throat> Uh, other than that, yeah, pretty boring. Um, way too long. I started yawning toward the end. Got I feel like the beginning here. was so long, uh, though, that the rest just kind of like felt rushed. <laughs> and we'll get into that, but yeah, I mean, I don't think anything really built up to anything. It kind of just felt like there every other superhero movie I've seen, especially the first installment of said film. Yeah, it feels like every first yeah, installment. Yeah. Uh yeah, I would say I'm pretty much in line with you guys. I think it's extremely mediocre. Um there's like nothing that's stands out that's terrible. Like all of like the visuals were pretty mediocre. Like nothing looked amazing. Nothing looked terribly bad though. Uh same with like the performances outside of maybe the girl, what was her name? I can't even remember her name. I just watched the sister or the love interest. I thought Jenny? she was like, yeah, was it Jenny? Cord? Jennifer. Jenny. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Jenny. <laughs> Outside of her being like really bad at some parts, uh, everything, everyone else was pretty mediocre. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it just is like so beat for beat. You know exactly what's gonna happen and so predictable and because of that it's boring like you said it's over two hours and yeah it should have been like a lot faster paced and i would say even more action than what there was because there were some long breaks like without anything happening and yeah there were like i wonder if that was like like 10 kids behind (laughs) me in the theater Really? Like, and some of them were young. I mean, like three years old, probably. And they were getting really bored at parts and just like talking and making noise and moving. That's interesting. My audience loved it. Like, I had the best audience to be with. And like, I just didn't get it. They were laughing at like everything. They were just like all the parts that were like the gross, cringy romance parts that you were expecting. They're like, ooh, here we go. Do it. (laughs) I was like, my God. Like, that would make me hate it more, though. <laughs> yeah, that me too. That's exactly what happened. I'm just I'm like, like, gross. Like this. I'm like, this is so obvious. Like, come on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, because of that, like, because of those long swaths of, like, nothing going on and honestly just boring parts, it was, it was harder to get through, especially with the kids. And um, yeah, I mean, like, facing... Facing an enemy that's basically like a version of you. It's been done before and it, it can be done well, but I feel like that's kind of like a lazy villain to have, you know? Yeah. And very. I get like why 
goes with the story and everything, but just visually, it's not very interesting. Mm-mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, the the heart of this movie, you could say, it's about one thing, or maybe about two things. Family. You never turn your back on family. <laughs> True. What was the second thing? There's always room for family. Oh. There's <laughs> <laughs> always room. <laughs> you never turn your back. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm right in line with you guys. I think it's extremely mediocre. Uh, would not care about a sequel to this movie at all. Didn't care about this movie in the first place, but <laughs> yeah, this no. didn't do anything to get me interested into a sequel. And I feel like that's what this movie needed to do. You're starting off a new, new a new IP. It's a it's your your. This is the rebranding of DC. It's a it's a superhero nobody really was familiar with. That at least that I know of was familiar with. No, and this is what like this is what you do. <laughs> was he Mexican always? Like, do we know that? Well, I thought they were alluding to the original being like Batman. So I think he didn't have powers. And this one, for me, I thought, at least based on this story, he was created for this to make him more interesting, maybe. But yes, I, I don't know. They, I literally don't know the character. Well, based on the but, movie, yeah, I don't know yeah. about the comics, but you, everything you just said in the movie, that's exactly what like they allude to, was that her dad was Blue Beetle. Or like he knew about the Scarab. But like he didn't have, they didn't choose him or wasn't, he wasn't in possession of it. So he couldn't utilize it, but he used like his money in tech to fight crime anyway. So, yeah. Um, okay. What, let's get into some more details and any spoilers if, if necessary. Um, what were you, what were you saying you were going to get into the, uh, Something about the pacing, Josh and Jacob? Yeah. No, for me, it was just like a really long beginning. And it, like, I don't know if it just felt so long because like I knew what was going to happen. Like, you, you know what's going to happen. It's going to be like he came back. It's hard times. He gets, he stands up at the wrong time in order to you know, like look heroic and then he is just this common guy who comes into this power. And like, I was just waiting for it to get over with so that I could get to the actual, what the story was going to be because like, it didn't really build up much until that. So I was just waiting and it was, Oh, can you hear me? Still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was like my computer stopped for a second, but yeah. So like, it was just a lot of like waiting for that to happen that made it worse. And then when everything did start kicking into gear, it just felt like so fast at that point and like rush that it didn't really like flesh out any like characters, like, especially like, I don't know. It just felt so maybe it's not even the pace. Maybe it's just because it was so predictable and I knew it was happened. I just wanted it to end. Well, <laughs> there's definitely the pacing some fucked pacing up. problems. Yeah. I mean, they, there's a I guess a decent amount of characters to go through like the the Susan Susan Sarandon's character I feel like we don't fully understand her motivations right. besides just being like mustache twirling evil yeah. and money um there's even like a thing that they show in the beginning of like oh her husband disappeared or whatever and then like I get like you can imply all of that. That's fine. But like we don't get too yeah. much into her character. 
Her, I mean, I even hate the main bad guy too. Because... Her, are you talking about the henchman guy? Yeah, because yeah, the only reason it makes you care about him is like one locket scene for half a second, and it's like, oh, now we're supposed to care by the end. <laughs> oh, that well, that was the part I was getting to was the the pacing at that part. It's like, okay, we that. need to make you care, so we're gonna show like this like flashback of like, oh, I unlocked his memories when we were doing the thingy, and here's here's yeah. exposition. Here it is. Boom, look at it, and then okay, now, now you, you care. care. <laughs> yeah, that was really bad. Uh, and then yeah, I, like. The family stuff, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's, for as much of an emotional gut punch that they want to get across, like, I never felt that. Like, no, I never really because it was, like, made so cheesy. Yeah. And most of the time it felt, I don't, yeah, like, because they beat you on the head with it so much, like, they were, like, too perfect that, it like, there was no, like, they didn't feel realistic as a family and made me want to care. Exactly. The like, connections, <laughs> connections always are you always feel it more when it's, when it comes across as genuine, like look at a movie like after sun, like that connection is just like, so genuine between them yes. that like the ending is like, so like hits you in the hits you in the gut. And then like this, it's like, you think for a second, like his uncle died or whatever, but then like, do you care? Not really. Did it's you just actually like, think he died? No, no, no of course like not. it, it didn't build that up at all. It's like, why would they just show it off screen like that? Like, Maybe yeah, he got blown up. It's obviously he didn't get fucking blown up. Like that and would to be kill so two stupid. family members. Yeah, you're not gonna kill both. Yeah, and one died so <laughs> fucking anticlimactic. Like how? Oh, how that scene was. Hilarious. I'm just gonna have a like, random heart attack like, now. Yeah, she was like God, running God. and then like she like tripped or something. I was like, what is going? on? <laughs> that whole like. Yeah, I thought she got shot, out, and then she was just laying on the ground for way too long. I'm like, get the fuck up! If you didn't get shot, like. Maybe she was playing dead. I, yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I agree. I thought that scene was weird. Just no, like it that was very weird. And also, like, that's not, I don't, like, being in medicine also makes all these things so much worse during those kind of things. Like, heart attack, like, why is he having another heart attack? Did he not take his aspirin that day? Like, well, he showed, he showed him taking it the he, day before. Yeah, ran, that was horrible, too. I'm Like, at the dinner table, just to show you that he had a heart attack, they had to show you he took it then. Why did he take, wait until halfway through the day to take it? <laughs> Why didn't he take it in the morning? First thing like, morning. first thing. Every, you only have to take it once a day. Like, And it works for 45 days. Like, it doesn't, it just didn't make any sense because he ran a little bit. His heart attack? No, running is good for you. I don't know, like. And then they did, the whole, they did the whole fucking shock scene because they always have to shock someone after their heart stopped. Like your that doesn't do anything. You can't shock a heart to start again. It has to be going no before shit, you to dude. shock it. <laughs> like those, all those scenes with like the medicine, like was just even so bad for me. Oh my god, it was so offensively bad. Jacob on his. The science rant. <laughs> yeah. It just made it even more mid because it's like, come on, if you're going to, at this point, we're so far in, you're going to go back to cliches and things like that. Come on. I think this whole movie is. Yeah. Cliche. Exactly. Like, Everything is a cliche. Like, an honorable death. And like, he always like, get him is shot like, or something. Like, at least to have him like fucking, if we're yeah, doing like, a cliche, protects, let him jump in the way and take a bullet yeah, or something. His daughter like, or something. He just a fucking heart attack as he's walking over. <laughs> like, come the entire on. movie, they're like building him up as like this guy that works 16 hours a day to support his family and like did whatever it took to make sure that his family was good 
and then he just dies of a cardiac arrest. And he's not even like in bad shape and stuff. Like, why is he? Why is his heart so bad? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Hours a day. Yeah, but yeah, all but that, that is like solved down to us too. That's what I hate about it. Is like all of these things are told to us. Like we don't really see any of these, the bonds that they've built or the connection that they have. It's just like everything is just told to you. Yeah, through exposition. I mean, that, even why, the like, suit itself, emotional things don't work. Right, like yeah. his bond with the suit is so rushed and unbuilt that it just their fingers touch at the one point it's like they're meeting yeah. they're melding now their brains like why now like why it's, it's that, Michelangelo okay Jacob. the suit and the tech we, we can get into that I don't think any of that I hate makes it sense. it doesn't make any sense it. at all if the suit like okay if the suit's job is to protect its host then why would it why would it have any input from why would it have any manual input from the host at all if the suit is extraterrestrial and it has all of this knowledge of fighting and powers and capabilities at hand we've seen it earlier in the movie just take over and control his body to yeah. protect him so why don't you just do that uh, yeah, exactly. the entire time that's what made it so much worse it's like why why him Wait, then like <laughs> He said though that he was like permission or whatever. Yeah, but like, why him then? Like, if it can control anybody, why choose him? Because it like didn't have a reason that like made sense. It was just I like we know of, and like he, I don't know, like so many yeah, superheroes feel like believable. earned. If you think like they have to train or do something, yeah, they have like the strength, but but they don't have the training, and then they gain experience over time. But he's none of that. It's like he just automatically can be an amazing fighter because this suit can control him to do it. So like well, I could get on board like, with the scarab choosing him because like he's a good person, right? Yeah. That's that's fine. But we don't know anything about the scarab. We don't know why it's here or its motivations or like what it what it like trying to choose people. Like we don't see it. I was hoping anybody. we learned we something about that. Like it exactly. chose we don't know anything about that. <laughs> so like like maybe it, it has a reason. Him, it seems it just seems uh uh What's the word? Arbitrary. arbitrary. Yes. <laughs> to choose him. Yeah. Then, like I was waiting to learn things. about the history. It's like when he said, like, it, I learned it. I knew its name because of this. I'm like, oh, maybe we'll at least get some exposition about like the struggling of this, like, you know, like a Superman movement, like his planet died and like blah, 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 like something, but nothing. <laughs> it's just like nothing. It's yeah. so cheap. <laughs> I didn't get any of that. And the, the the whole end with the code and like how does getting the code turn just like normal tech from her into like alien tech yeah into alien yeah <laughs> like then it can tra- then all of a sudden these backpack things can go cover your whole body and do all of these things like does that make sense no 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 a lot of that stuff I was like lost on I was like this makes absolutely no sense but okay. Yeah, I mean, but also, you know, all of the family can use all these weapons and these trained soldiers with like all those can't can't defeat any of them or, you know. And the yeah. Nana scene, I know that was supposed to be funny, but it's stupid. Oh, I, I, yeah. I mean, that, that I get it was supposed to be funny and it's fine, like whatever. But like, I just thought it was like done so many times and then at the end she acts all old when she needs help like standing up i'm like what the fuck like this no yeah it kind of it's like but it's like early 2000s internet humor it's like rapping grandma like oh granny's a badass that's so funny oh my the audience i was with loved it oh i bet yeah 
Yeah, they're like, oh, oh Nana, get that shit. <laughs> it's the same like, oh humor God. that like when the girl, she finds the glove or whatever. And then like, it's like going through the settings. She's like, um, I'll be taking this. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, and when the shield came up, I'm like, how does she know that's going to be bulletproof though? Like, <laughs> but you can just assume. Yeah. I, can Bold you? Assumption. I mean, I would assume I would. that that's like light projecting. It's just holographic. Like, yeah. I mean, what, else she, what else did she it have? It could have shown her something like accidentally using it, like, like a nod, like, Something like the one of the other people accidentally shoot and it ricochets and it blocks it. She's like, Oh, I'll be keeping this, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it just gives a little more. I mean, she, it's under the impression that he's used these things before. Well, her dad had used the them. power right. glove. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah. of course, we're getting more of the 80s throwbacks, which has been so overdone since Stranger Things. Don't care. Like, Love it still. Now we need 90s stuff. Like, come on. It's the 80s are past now. Now we're in 90s. Like, give me some 90s throwbacks. They're coming. They are coming. After sure. Sun. Boom. <laughs> um, yeah. The, I guess in reference to the, to some of the music and stuff like the actual music some of the score i didn't mind was okay the duty like the molly crew yeah no no, no, talking about not the soundtrack (laughs) no i liked when they were being lowered after the motley Crue. i hated the motley Crue because that like came up on the screen like of the beatles like wait what yeah but (laughs) immediately after that when they were lowering down they were lowering down on that like whatever i don't know what you want to call it the like lift thing uh yeah that music it was great it was like yeah it's the vaporwave stuff i love that stuff yeah that was good i mean you know what i'm talking about in the aesthetic not too bad bad. the the aesthetic of things i like to tell everything purple and blues you know i love it it was very pink and blue neon i mean i get the city we looked like purplish pink blues the hell is this this is a fake city like the rest of okay dc well it's yeah it's all they were talking about. Well, I literally thought when he like flew in, I thought he was like flying back home, like to Mexico or like to somewhere not well, he in came America. From Go- Gotham. Uh, yeah, I got that after, but it took a while because like the first scene is like him getting there. I was like, oh, he's like back home in Mexico yeah, I mean, or somewhere in Latin America. Yeah. Took a while to, to realize that he was like in America though, or supposed to be. Yeah, well, DC I, is America, I do yeah. think it's a little gross how many times they brought up like illegal border crossings in it. Well, that's a uh, okay. So, uh, especially like, since the director is Puerto Rican, fuck you. Social <laughs> issues, like it's um, it's just so obvious in like a lot of surface level things. And again, sometimes that can be appropriate. Like, like my argument was with Barbie. It needs sometimes it needs to be heavy handed, like to get across yeah, the point that this was not everybody good. doesn't get it. But uh, yeah, I didn't not only was it like super obvious, but it, it didn't really feel like they said much with it. No, like it didn't feel like it gave them feel like you're like you're saying something, but it just felt like they were bringing up issues without like really going anywhere. It's like, Oh, them. we're doing something wrong. They might come here and ask for papers. I'm like, what the fuck? You're just saying we're doing shit wrong. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And then like the solution to the problem is like, Oh, get a new CEO. It's like, no, it goes beyond like it even even her getting that job, right? 
Yeah, just now everything is. <laughs> yeah, it goes to a vote. There, that's not going to change anything. Now know, everything's going like, to be safe because they're going to fix one house in this area. Right. It just feels like they are oversimplifying things, like to give you the happy ending, like this, which makes it feel worse than if they didn't like describe it at all. Uh, yeah, I don't You're know. So yeah, disingenuous. Yeah, a lot of that stuff felt like gross, especially coming from people that are like a lot of the people that worked on the movie are a part of that culture and they should know the struggles more, I guess. Yeah. Be able to relate. I'm to glad that they said that, that um, Jenny was Brazilian because she's actually Brazilian. And I would have mm-hmm. thought it would have been gross if they would have pretended she was Mexican the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I did look up about blue beetle a little bit. Three, there's three blue beetles, Dan Garrett, they mentioned is one Ted Cord is one and Jaime is one. Yeah. And they're all three different. And, and Jaime, Jaime actually the, did have the powers, right? Yeah. In the comic book, he did have the powers. Yeah. And Ted Cord did not. Hmm. So well, at least it's a little bit true to the comic. I was going to say the one thing that this movie has going for it, comic, comic accurate, right? Yeah. It uh, stayed yeah. true to that. Even though, even though Dan Garrett was kind of like, they barely mentioned him. He was. They said he was the scientist died. that was chosen, or whatever, right? And died. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I would say, my other problem is, even though they went to a few locations, I feel like the city wasn't explored small. enough. Yeah. Like, like it felt so small. Like they have that. They they, they went to the estate of it from him from his house and like it's like oh it like looks so futuristic and neon and stuff and then yeah they go to the tower his house that and estate the like yeah himself, and then like the, the, the island that's it yeah, why didn't they have oh yeah I forgot about in that. the city it yeah that's the, like fought. yeah like like yeah Godzilla it looks super cool I I thought it was gonna be like a cyberpunk city I was like Blade Runner let's see yeah, this shit flying but... through the air <laughs> yeah Godzilla versus Kong they like went for that neon eighties looking. They fought in the city. Yeah, so that like, fight in the city was, was dope. dope. So like, and then the, this one is like in the dark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it, kinda, it made it like. And the one fight they have is on the ground, like outside the tower. It was pretty bland also. Yeah, everything was just dark. And I get it was, was this one like trend. given like a smaller budget than normal? Or I would assume. It was like a hundred and some million. So yeah, but a lot of CG. Yeah. I mean, the CG million. was honestly not terrible for i think it was pretty most good, of actually. it i didn't yeah there wasn't any points where I was like, there was a I couple of parts that i think the ship itself like when it was in that one area fighting didn't look the best but on a mm-hmm. whole i think they used it pretty effectively yeah i would agree for the most part again nothing stood out as like really bad where you look at it. it's like oh that's yikes no <clears throat> um okay anything else on blue beetle i don't think i have too much else to say Nah. Mm-mm. Jacob, Josh. Okay. Um, let's rate it out of five stars. What are you guys going to give Blue Beetle? I give it a 2.5. I'm giving it a light three. I am also a 2.5. All right. Uh, no. <laughs> Josh has to leave, unfortunately. Okay. Let me introduce this real quick. And then we'll move on to some nano reviews. Um, so this is another beer from Mike. Want to drink both of these at the same time to give him his flowers. Oh, Josh is not on the soundboard anymore. I need the drum. 
uh, because this is called Rose. Get it? Give him his flowers, Rose. I got it. Oh, well, you weren't <laughs> laughing, so. <laughs> Thank you. All right, this is from Fiden's Brewing Company. Fiden's is out of Albany, New York. Uh, this is a imperial, oh, it's a double New England IPA coming in at 8.2% ABV. Holy shit. 2.9 thousand ratings with a 4.42. So I'm expecting this one's going to be Damn. more than the last one. Um, this description reads, uh, what have we here is Eugene's Axe, which is Citra plus Galaxy. I didn't, if that's a common name, I did not know that. It's Eugene's Axe. Uh, fermented with an experimental yeast strain, formerly known as Socratic Questioning Number 12. What the fuck? These like <laughs> farmers are going crazy. Just waiting with bated breath. Oh, this color looks amazing. What type of beer style? Uh, this is a double New England IPA. Oh yeah, I should have guessed that from oh, the shit, hops, but I think I poured a little bit more than half. Whatever. You're not a bartender. Well, it looks so good. I want I want more than half. I don't know. Like a, after M43, they all kind of. <laughs> if it's at least that level, fine. Whoa. That is interesting. Hmm. The galaxy hops. Are those the ones from New Zealand that always taste the same and all their beers taste the same? It was a very weird finish. Like a, oh, she could put me. Fuck, I'm, it's gonna Australia. Come it's gonna come to me. Can't place it, but I'm, I'll think of it. It's a lot happier, much better than the last one. Very good. Crushability, much higher than the last one. I don't know what if I put an official number four, maybe four ish. But yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, should we get into some micro-reviews now? Word. We'll see if Josh has anything to say on this after. All right, I think I only have one. So why don't you start, and then I'll look up my shit real quick. All right, so since I was I was expecting to watch a not-so-good superhero movie, I decided to watch some great superhero movies, and I watched Into the Spider-Verse and Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. Oh, is this the first time watch for Across? No, uh, yes, for Across, not for Into. Ooh, can't wait. And so I'll start with obviously Into the Spider Verse. So this was a second watch, and I watched it actually after Across the Spider Verse because I, after watching it, I was like, I kind of want to see the original again, and because <laughs> I don't remember anything from it. And yeah, it's great. I mean. Superhero movies have been done so much, but there's just so much more here. Like, it's hard to quite describe it. Like, you want to talk about like family dynamics from Blue Beetle. This is how you do it. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not so like simple and just obvious. Like this movie isn't obvious. You're kind of just waiting for what's going to happen next. It's not traditional. Like, obviously, you think you know the good guy is going to win, right? Because it's that's how it works. But at the same time, you're like, you're wondering how are they going to win? And there's just so much artistry and talent involved 
in this. You, I especially, you know, paid attention to, because you know about the frame rate difference between um, Miles and Peter and when he's first learning and like, it's just, there's so much here to like look at and enjoy. And it's, this is actually funny. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't just feel try hard. And the soundtrack on these, this movie, amazing. Yeah, much better. It's it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I think most of these were original for the though, right? I think a lot of the songs were yeah actually made for the like even from like the pop artist. You mean? Yeah. Outside of score, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like multiverse is something that's also been done a lot, and this just does it very well. And yeah, I don't, I don't really know how to go too in depth about it. I think we already talked about it pretty in depth before. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's as phenomenal as I remember it. It's not five because like still, while it's like not as predictable or anything, you still, again, like know what's going to happen in the end, even though you're wondering the how you still know where it's going. So I just don't, I'm still a little bit off from the five. There's just a couple of parts on it. It, You know, like I said, the difference between four and a half and five is just a feeling thing (laughs) most of the time. I will say, spoiler for the next one, there is a more reason for it. But (laughs) yeah, I'm going to give this one a four and a half. All right. It's worth the hype. That was the first one. (laughs) You want me to just go straight into the next one? Uh no 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 you can go I, I can go um okay. I didn't know you were, I didn't know you're taking a break um okay I watched yeah I do only have one thing uh I watched Champions which is on Peacock and uh, this came out earlier this year and I saw a trailer for this uh, I don't remember what movie but yeah obviously earlier in the year and I remember saying this looks like a worse ringer the the uh, Johnny Knoxville movie. Which already is not a very good movie, but yeah, I, would I was going to say I would need to rewatch it to see how bad it uh, holds up. Uh, because yeah, I remember it being uh, offensive and um, just not very well made. But I do remember at least there being funny parts in The Ringer. There are no funny parts in Champions. This movie is so unfunny, like. It's terrible. Uh, directed by Bobby Bobby Fairley, one of the Fairley brothers. Um, it yeah, it's it's so cl- like if we're talking about how cliche Blue Beetle is, this is like this is like ten times worse. It's you know the asshole gets in trouble for drunk driving. He has to coach uh you know uh mental uh autistic uh a sports team who's part of the special olympics and then he ter- comes around to liking them and then oh one of their sisters is hot so he's gonna bang her and then they get a develop a relationship <laughs> it hits every single cliche and trope you could think of and it just there's no like zigging sounds like one of those like Netflix comedies <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's it's almost exactly like that nothing special about it the music is terrible the mu- the score in it whatever music that isn't like a needle drop sounds like royalty free music. And then the music that they use for like the soundtrack is all of just like the most obvious songs you could think of. Uh, there's outcast. There's 
uh, Chumbawamba, and it's just it's it's so bad. I I didn't laugh at all in it. I hated it. I mean, Woody Harrelson is okay in it, but I, what makes it worse is that he, I know how good he can be. So I'm like, why are you in this movie? Like, I know he's worked with the Fairley Brothers, or at least one of them before, and I don't know. I just it's frustrating to see. And the, the love interest is Caitlin Olsen too. And I love her from it's always sunny. And you know, I know she's still trying to like have that big breakthrough of to become more commercial, but I don't know. I, yeah, I really didn't like anything about it and I would not recommend watching some people like some people might find it. Some people might find charm in how like, predictable and straightforward it is and there's some parts that they might find like heartwarming like it it is going for a very feel-good type of vibe and some people are just suckers for that right like they don't care if it's cliche or rote they're just like oh yeah like I want to watch this because you know it's like uplifting and it makes me feel good or whatever but that's not me (laughs) I would rather be challenged by movies than like just have my spirits lifted all the time and I don't even think it does that very well. So great. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's way too long too, for what it is. It's like, it's, it clocks in at over two hours, but with, with the credits, it ends at like one fifty eight, I think exactly. But that's way too long for this type of movie. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, I, oh, sorry. I gave it a one. I gave it a one star. <laughs> Loved it. A couple redeeming qualities, but I would, yeah, I just would never, ever want to watch this again. All right. Well, that brings me into, we're just like bouncing from high to low to high here. Five stars to one star. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. And is that official? Because I've seen you. You're the second person I've heard say Part 1 after. But I, I remember the first trailer it's not, said that. Okay. Because it's not. When I saw the trailer um, for it. Into, yeah. It's into, across, and beyond. I'm pretty sure it's the next one. So. Yeah. When I saw the trailer, it said, like, first announcing, I'm like, oh, they're making the other one's coming out soon. And it said part one. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Oh, okay. Even though that's like a thing now, apparently, is to make movies episodic, I guess. Lord of the Rings should have just been Lord of the Rings, part one, <laughs> two, and three. Yeah. There you go. But. Yeah, so uh, this movie is probably one of the best looking. It, no, this is like the best looking animated movie I've ever seen. It is beautiful, and like it stomps like even the last one a bit. <laughs> like the last one was like the start of it and looks amazing, but like this just does so many styles and so much. And it's just constantly bombarding you with these beautiful images and stills that you could like frame. It's just incredible what they created. It is so good looking. It kind of reminded me of, and this is like, I can't even think of the name, but there's like an anime movie about, it's like Madoku, blah, 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 blah. It's, you know, super long anime name, but it's like, it's just a magic girl movie that sounds like really stupid and not the thing I want to see, but like they also are very experimental with their art and style and that. And though it's not well known, it's highly regarded. 
this is mm-hmm. like that, but like 10 times more <laughs> with like a huge, way bigger budget feel. And yeah, I feel like the story in this one had like the first one was more of an introduction one. This one is like the, just like goes off into something else and it is much harder and more complex to follow. And it still has, you know, a through line that's pretty easy to understand, which is great for what you're going for with this kind of movie and the wide breadth of audience that's going to watch it. But it's kind of crazy. Like these animated ones are just doing so much <laughs> that the the big insane budget like live action movies just totally lost and don't understand at all, especially with like multiverse. Like this does it so well in a way that's just like fun, interesting, easy to follow, understandable, and just interesting versus like those that are just like not like overly complex, bloated, and not interesting. Yeah. And yeah, the only reason like I can't give this like a perfect score is because like it's just left so hanging. <laughs> Maybe after the next one comes out and like I can like what watch it. I, I've this isn't an original thought, but it's kind of crazy how similar these are to the original Star Wars trilogy. Because the first one, like you could watch Star Wars, the first one as completely standalone film, right? Yeah. It has a, has a conclusion. You don't need to see Empire. And same with the first one, Into the Spider-Verse. Like you could watch that. Like the bad guys defeated at the end. There is a conclusion. And then this one, there isn't, there is that, there's a, a new enemy introduced, uh, like a bigger bad is in the picture and then like it's left with these cliffhangers like yeah like it literally wasn't even trying to tie things together like it completely knew that there's another one coming (laughs) like it's just very it's just like how similar building up and then all right end (laughs) yeah it's crazy how similar it is to empire with like a lot of those connections yeah that's very true yeah which i guess would hurt those a bit for me too because i didn't those aren't five-star movies either but they're not flirting with it for me either like this one is uh but yeah see yeah, enough back then <laughs> yeah i don't know it's just like i love what they're doing with this series they're just so experimental like the images and like the differences and ah, it's just you could just gush about it forever yeah like the second one has like every so much universe, more experimentation like yeah. every universe is like a different animation style yes. which is like bring yeah. something completely fresh and new to it like the first one was so visually interesting already and then you add on all of these different like kind of there i guess they were different mediums of of animation that was used and to bring these characters to life i hope the third one does something to push that even further, like it would be a cool trilogy cred yeah. to say like every movie is like push boundaries animate. Yeah. Or like, you know, very different in its animation. Yeah. And this one, like if we're talking about villains, like villains, quotation mark, you have like the joke, it like brought up as a joke almost as the villain in the beginning. And then he, it like evolves in this complex, like dark villain by the end of it. And that's awesome. <laughs> and then yeah. you have like, the Spider-Man villain, right? The futuristic uh, Spider-Man 2030, whatever it is. I can't remember. But yeah, like the... Miguel. I don't know if I'd call him a villain. He's like the 
anti-hero. Yeah, anti-hero. But you have like that, which like also is kind of like at heart. Yeah, like is a complex character, right? It's like he's trying to do a good thing, but also it's not a good thing. It can be seen as negative. Like you have to have these bad things happen. And he's like, why do bad things have to happen? <laughs> it's like, why can't we just do good things and stop it? And it's just like, that's so complex. And like, which leads to a really cool scene with the Spider-Man all chasing each other. And yeah, they just weave humor and complexity and darkness and light and family and everything is just so well done together. It's kind of crazy that like, something that is this widely regarded and this like widely watched and viewed just is so universally loved. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a pretty special thing. Like I, you want to go into these thinking they're overhyped and like not, they can't, Oh, everyone, like they can't be that great. You know, like everyone loving. And then you just, there's so much to pull from them from like a high level, low level, whatever level that it's just, yeah, they are great. And if the <laughs> next one sticks it and like everything hits, it's probably going to be a five star, you know, but I don't know. Even if it doesn't, maybe it'll go up. This is my first time watch. I don't love to give fives first time <laughs> watches unless it's like really, yeah, really yeah, crazy. Away. Yeah. 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 But similar. Yeah. Definitely a 4.5. Cool. Yeah. That's what I gave it. I, I can't wait for the next one. I'm, I'm shocked I was that high on that one after the first one. I mean, I really liked the first one, but I was not as high as it on every as everybody else. And then uh, yeah. second one kind of blew me away. So yeah, okay. Um, that's it for you. That's it for me. Let's wrap things up here. Um, coming out next week, I wanted to talk to you guys because there's not. I don't think there's a completely obvious choice. Um. So next week we have Bottoms, Golda, Gran Turismo, The Hill, and Retribution. Um, I was going to suggest Gran Turismo and just see how okay. it felt. I was going to also <laughs> say that I'm actually interested just because I knew the story before okay. the movie. So I'm, okay. but when I see, I did see the trailer for it. I'm like, oh my god, this looks like the most cliche <laughs> and like. Well, you want to see not... it because your boys. Let's be real. <laughs> Who? Legolas. Oh yeah, he is in it. <laughs> he lo- he's looking old. He's looking old. <laughs> yeah, he's getting up there. <laughs> but um, okay, I, well, like it just it. looks very cheesy sports movie esque. Yes. Like he's gonna, you know, be this up and comer, and then he's gonna fail and go down, and then he's gonna end up reaching the potential he was meant to meet in the beginning. And I know that's what, exactly what's gonna happen, but you know, maybe that's fine. You can do that well, I guess. Yeah, it's all about how it's uh, how it's done, how it's portrayed. Not uh, what was that one racing movie? Not too long, Ford vs Ferrari. That was pretty good, you know. Oh, I have not caught up with that yet. Yeah, you still haven't so. seen that. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, let's say that tentatively. I'm pretty sure that's that's what we'll do. Um, and this next weekend, also, we are recording the John Wick premium. So if you're interested in that catch up on those movies uh we'll be talking john wick one through four on that because we didn't record that uh the fourth one on the regular show when it came out so we're just going to include that in the premium so that way we have a chance to discuss it so stay tuned for that your ghost lanthimos premium is up don't forget that and uh grand next week 
All right. If you want to send us a question or comment, you can email us at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at sudsandcinemapodcast. You can find our premium episodes on Bandcamp as well as Patreon. Uh, I am on Letterboxd and Untapped at The KG Project. I am on both those. That's JSAL517. That's JSAL517. And I am on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. I get no doubt.